Good evening, listeners, and welcome uh, to tonight's uh, special edition, yes, of the Slanted Hallway. In an effort to bring the show, the show um, more, more, uh, more in line with the views of the HUAC board, we will be presenting a, a three-night Americana extravaganza. Yes, over the next few days, everything you hear from the Slanted Hallway will be pure red-blooded, and completely above the possibility of investigation. I would also like to say that we've moved studios, but will not be updating our address information. Further, I've never heard the name Trumbo, and my best friend is Burl Ives. In tonight's tale of freely thought government-mandated public relations, we rejoin a classic American hero, Clark Chesterfield, as he boldly fights for truth justice, and even the American way. Also, ignore any noises you hear in the background because it's definitely not anyone burning or shredding anything. The Slanted Hallway presents, with pride, Ruskies on the Run. Wie lange noch bis wir in Dresden sind? Nach ein paar Stunden vielleicht. Sehr gut. Wusstest du, ich habe den Krieg immer gehasst? Dann sind wir uns einig. Krieg ist der Hölle. Alle Männer wollen Frieden. Jawohl, deshalb bin ich dem Roten Kreuz begegnet. Nachdem wir das Weißen ins Krankenhaus gebracht haben, sollten wir unsere Kinder anrufen und sagen, dass wir sie lieben. Selig, mich motiviert persönlich meine Liebe zur Familie. Yeah, well, personally, I'm motivated by this fist. Ach du lieber, Clark Chesterfield. Please, sir, we bring peace. That's what the Spanish said. But believe me, when we're done with you, they'll be calling Germany Guam number two. Or the new the Philippines. I don't know. I'm not in the naming business. We surrender! Please, your American hands are too strong for our weak European chins. Oh no, that won't work this time. Set a new course for the ground, and on the double. By the way, I've got the only parachute. Of course, sir. All right. Well, I'm out of here. And remember, next time you try to pick on Poland, remember, they're on our side for some reason. Officer practice, believe me. Once you've prolonged one war to ensure an ally can blow up a city, you've prolonged them all. Please, Clark. 
Call me standard. No. Well, okay then. Anyway, I'm sure you're wondering why I've asked you here today. I never wonder. That's for bright-eyed children and hungry artists. I am hungry, though. I assume you've provided my standard meal? Of course, sir. Ham steak on rye with all the fixins. I'm seeing mayo on the side, but where's the Thousand Island? Right here, drizzled over this bowl of pickled pepperoncini. Never change, standard. Never change. Now, Clark, this is a grave matter we are about to discuss. Your next mission is vital to our national security. I hope you're ready. I've got a fist covered in kraut blood and a belly full of sauerkraut. I could never be more ready. Clark, this is serious. I know that. And over there is Cassiopeia. But why did you bring me to the star map room? Well, Clark, look at the moon. Waning gibbous. Well, it's not good for the wheat crop, but that's out of my control. For now... It's not the phase we're worried about, Clark. Look where it is. My God! It's entering the seventh house. And look, Clark. Jupiter is aligned with Mars. I think you know what this means. Well, these omens suggest that soon peace will guide the planets. And what's worse, love will steer the stars. No. It can't be. I'm afraid it is, Clark. It's the dawning of the age of Aquarius. No, no, no. It can't be. Long-haired teens will be burning their draft cards. They'll do strange, erotic things with their hands and gain power over police horses. Worst of all, young besuited finance majors will be torn between commune life and blonde women on horseback. It involves a lot of horses for some reason. I'm afraid it will affect more than just the horses, Clark. With the end of the Second World War, I'm afraid to say that there's almost nothing for the American military to do. What of the French in Vietnam? Or the French in Algeria? Or the French in the Suez? My God, those fools will lose half the world without our help. I know, but they've declined our military aid. Did they find a way to thaw out Napoleon? Indeed they did. But he had a stroke when they told him there were two Germanys now. And then he hung himself when he heard there were four Austrias. And then he just jumped out a window for dramatic effect. Well, he was French. Corsican, but that's no matter. The point is, Clark, we need some conflict somewhere, or I'm afraid you and I are out of a job. No Chesterfield has been unemployed since my dad, so long as you don't count my brother. And we're going to keep it that way. Now, the Soviets were our allies, but we thought we should shake up some things a bit. Got it. Invade Canada? and steal Sir John A. Macdonald's skull. A perfect plan. We were thinking something a little further away. Something to keep everyone scared while also ensuring they still buy fancy sports cars. Where then? Eastern Europe is already blown to bits. Africa and the Middle East are chock full of colonies. We could invade South America, but everyone's got mambo fever, and that won't go good in the papers. Have a look at this. Well, that's just a bunch of gobbledygook. Turn it upside down. Oh, well, that's just a bunch of gobbledygook. Koray. What's Koray? It's a new country born from the embers of the Japanese Empire. We're calling it Korea. Korea, eh? 
Certainly sounds foreign. And for that reason, scary to the common man. Your mission, if you choose to accept it, enter Soviet-occupied Korea and get the Reds to march south. Of course I accept. A quick in-and-out war to show the world we've still got it? We give them freedom, they'll give us a new way of barbecuing. It's perfect. Godspeed, Clark. We're all depending on you. There you see, or rather you hear. Yes, the only thing you can hear is the patriotic boom, boom, boom of industry. Now, I would like to take a moment to clarify some statements I made during the war. I believe then, as I believe now, the U.S. was always going to win. Always. And I am completely willing to give up any member of this staff who says otherwise because they're definitely spies. All right, with that out of the way, I'm going to dump some trash in our neighbor's dumpster for no reason. We rejoin that hero wherever we left him or possibly in a different place. There is many fish in the sea. But only so many nets. Duh. All right. Here's the cash. We're all set to begin Operation Grab Bag. What is Grab Bag? Operation Grab Bag, the big secret operation. Wait a Minsk. You are American imperialist thug scum! Yeah, whatever. Just give me that money back. Oh, come on! Now think, Chesterfield, think. Neutralize without drawing attention. Hmm. Don't worry, everyone. I'm KGB. Perfect. Are you Clark Chesterfield? Who wants to know? There are many fish in the sea. Oh, no. I'm not falling for that again. Pick a new code phrase. I... How many feathers in a pound? One that I know the answer to. Come on. Ask me who won the 1908 World Series. Fine. Who won the 1908 World Series? I don't know, but it it wasn't the Yankees. You must be Ski Skienski. Indeed, sir, I am. But how did you know that I was American hero extraordinaire Clark Everett Chesterfield? I deduced you were American by your tall stature, muscular frame, and your speaking of the English. Uh, I knew you were Clark Chesterfield because you just loudly declared it. Huh. You would have never known if it weren't for the CIA telling you beforehand. I assume they include my glamour shots in the dossier? They did. It was my greatest shame that I had to burn them for the sake of the mission. Right. The mission. About that. Yes, sir. What is it exactly? Do you really not know? I'm a big picture kind of guy, you know? Instigate a conflict, details to follow if you catch my drift. Mm, uh, that certainly feels like a problem. Uh, perhaps, Mr. Chestershire. Well, it doesn't matter. You've been briefed, so we're good. Yes, uh, it's just that. I don't feel very um, comfortable leading a mission on the scale of all of this importance. Lead? You. No, 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 no. Unthinkable. I would never, could never allow such a thing. No, you won't be leading anything. Oh, but 
but you do not know the plan. I said I knew the broad stripes, red stripes, and even the white ones. And the big old square of blue was bangled by 48 beautiful stars. Do you understand? The plan is flag? Yes, the, the plan is a flag. Was that not obvious? Didn't you read the dossier? The dossier? Yes, the dossier. The American dossier. Yes, of course. However, of course, my my feeble Soviet brain, it, you know, it... it couldn't make heads or tails of the thing. Probably because you've never seen a quarter, or even a penny for that matter. Of course, of, of course you are again as correct as you are handsome. Now, explain the flag, please. Flag. It's an acronym. I won't get into it now. It should be obvious what it stands for. But putting that aside, the plan is... The plan is... A false flag operation. Yes, of course, it's a false flag operation. There, I've said it twice, so now I can't be making it up. Oh, yes! That is exactly what it is! Ah, in my Eastern European foolishness, I must have not understood. Yeah, so... Wherever that fake flag is, just hand it to me and I'll run it up one of these poles. Oh, you are of course making joke. No joke. That was a test. A test of your military knowledge. The second part of the test is you describing in minute detail how a false flag operation would work. Well, fairly simply, we would disguise our forces so that our enemy thinks we are one of them. Or that a third party believes we are our enemy, causing them to retaliate against our foe. Oh, a Hanneken. Named for the distinguished sergeant, H.H. Hanneken. A brave American hero. He disguised himself as an officer of the Haitian Provisional Government and skillfully assassinated its leader. Say, do you think they'll give me a Medal of Honor too if we pull this off? But of course! How could they not, sir? Well, then the stakes are even higher than they previously were. My own personal glory is at risk. Now, how best to do it? Hmm. Something big. Something American. But not so American that anyone would suspect us. I... Uh, perhaps there are quieter places to discuss this? Oh, what? Like a library? Quit it with the joke, Ski. I'm trying to think. Perhaps impersonate a diplomat, causing a minor incident, uh, one that would, in time... I've got it. We're going to blow up a bridge. What? You cannot be serious, Mr. Field. Serious as serious can be. It's the perfect plan. It never fails. Uh, I do not know. You've done this before. No, but I read some French book about it on the flight over. We plant heavy explosives on some bridge and blow it up. The South invades the North, and we're all home by Christmas. It is a bold, perhaps too bold, plan. No such thing as too bold. My first date with my wife was our wedding day. Men of action take action, and Clark Chesterfield is a man of action. The only question that remains, Ski, is... Are you? I... Just, I, I, people could die. Well, communists could, sure, but that's what war is like. Wait a minute. You don't have communist sympathies, do you? What? Of course not. Never. 
ridiculous idea. I hate them. Hate, hate, hate. Nothing I feel more for them than pure hate. Yeah? Is it clear or what? Because I can keep going about how much I hate them. I do. Then there's no problem. There is but one. Where are we going to get explosives? It could take weeks to order them and have them covertly flown here. Oh, Ski. You simple swarthy ape. It's a false flag. We need people to think that the North Koreans did it. So? So, we'll just buy them here. North Korean explosives found at the site of a deadly explosion. That's your headline right there, bud. Leave it to the government nerds to turn that into a war. I'm still not sure. Don't worry. I'm sure enough for both of us. You could power a rocket off my confidence right now. Now, let's kill everyone in this bar and find the nearest firework factory. And 50. There. One bomb for every star on the Korean flag. There are no stars on the Korean flag. Oh. There will be. Don't you worry. Hopefully they don't pull the whole Liberia thing. Only Texas can pull off one big star. Well, I suppose if there are stars, they'll be red. Not usually. Geez, what, have you never looked up at the night sky before? Stars are white, like teeth and picket fences. Now, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, so in hockey, icing is when... What are you going to do? Shoot me? Hey, buddy, a little thing called aiming. Why don't you try it? Of all the betrayals I've seen, this is by far the worst. Just awful. I... I'm sorry. No, 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 don't cry. Please. And don't be sorry, either. You really should just be better. Then you won't make mistakes like this. You don't understand. I... I cannot... Sh I cannot shoot you. That's very clear. But we'll work on it. Here, I'll stand with my arms and legs spread out to make it easier. It's not my lack of aiming. It's my lack of will. Clark. Mr. Chesterplane. Oh, when I sign on to be KGB agent, <laughs> I thought I was going to help the glorious communist cause, not hurt people. Same thing, basically. I see that now. I was ordered to extract as much information from you as I could and then kill you. Wait, you were going to kill me? Oh my god, you're a traitor! Why, this whole thing has been some kind of doubled cross. Of course! Why did you think I was shooting at you? I thought it was some kind of strange Latvian friendship dance. I figured that's why it was so girly. No! It was my attempt at assassination. Well, no one can assassinate Clark Chesterfield, do you understand? If I had the power to arrest you... You'd be under arrest, but I don't. So, I guess I'll just have to kill you. No, 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 sir, please. I, <laughs> I have seen the error of my ways. I want to help you. Please, bring me back to America so I can live free under the red, the white, and the blue. No dice. 
How do I know you're not trying to triple cross me, or even quadruple? Do you realize how many crosses I have to think about now? I hate thinking. I do not know how to compel you to trust me. But I need you to find it in your heart. It all makes sense now. How could any red-blooded, freedom-loving person burn my glamour shots? Your total cluelessness about the plan, the way you tried to haggle the price of the fireworks up, you've been against me from the very start. God knows if you're even the real Ski-Skienski. I am. That much is true. I was sent to infiltrate American operations on the peninsula and cause the fall of the South. And now all your double-headed chickens have come home to roost. That's where you're wrong, Chester man. You will take me back to America unharmed. Or what? Are you gonna cry again? Let me guess. You're gonna stick me in a work camp and reprogram my brain. Well, I've got news for you, buddy. That only works once. The Politburo came up with something a little different this time, comrade. What's happening? The signal has been given. Your transport yacht has been destroyed, Clark. In a few minutes, untold hundreds of armed Soviets will be here to bring you back to the motherland. You'll spend the rest of your life making consumer goods and living in a Khrushchevyaka. I already told you, the reprogramming will have no effect. You fool! We do not need you to carry on our mission. As far as the Western world is concerned, I will be Clark Chester Mister. Hundreds of men, you say? Nah, far too many for even you to fight off, Clark. Or perhaps I should say, Comrade Chester Pastor. Well, then, in that case. I suppose I should just give up. I've lost. I knew you would see the light, comrade. You could have avoided all of this. You could have just taken pity on a brutal member of the Soviet Global Intelligence Force. And we could have been living in a duplex in Gary, Indiana. But I always knew you wouldn't see it that way. And I can't accept you now? <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> a foolish American. You had your chance. You could have avoided all of this. Your transport has been destroyed. You're out of options. Well then, fine. Treat my wife the way I would have. I don't know where she is, but I assume I left her for a reason. Of course. You will be assigned a new spouse once you're back in Moscow. And now, Ski... There's just one last thing. Go on. The communists are still north of the river. Ah, the bridge! The bridge!
Now you're alone with me. And believe me, I don't like your odds. Please, I take it all back. We can get another yacht. They'll kill me. They won't have the chance. And this is for the suggestion you ever could have been mistaken for Clark Chesterfield. Good show, Clark. The bridge idea was perfect. South Korean troops have already captured Heiju and are on track to overrun the North in just a few weeks. Home by Christmas. I assume the Marines will be lending a hand? Even better. Your act of terrorism was so extreme you've motivated not just the U.S. and its allies, but the whole United Nations. You don't say. I do say. We've got everything. American soldiers, British ships, Swiss money, Italian doctors, and Scottish food. It'll be the first war in years we won't have to ask for volunteers. Well, officer practice, it looks like we challenged fate and won. Indeed. Spirituality itself is no match for American might. Do you think I'll be getting a Medal of Honor out of it? I don't like to get ahead of myself, Clark, but... I wouldn't be surprised. What I know for certain is with work like this, you'll be going on another thrilling adventure. Perhaps even sooner than you think. Well, there you have it, listeners. Another fantastic story of the bravery and achievement and general goodliness of the American military-industrial complex. A triumph. Like nothing the world has ever seen before, but something it will be able to hear each and every week right here on the Slanted Hallway. Our next story is another brilliant tale of Clark Chesterfield, but that's not all we have to offer. Next week, when we return to our regularly scheduled programming, we will hear the story of a brave little boy who could never tell a lie, just like a certain narrator. And that brave little boy is all too willing to turn over anyone, even his own parents, to the authorities for the suspected thought crimes. And do you know who that little boy grows up to be? That's right, George Washington. Good night and pleasant nightmares. (laughs) 